I decided to become a Revelation Wellness instructor because of the freedom that I found for my own life. And I know that if you're wondering or thinking if this is something God has called you to, it is. God is calling you to freedom. God is calling you to find your identity as a child of God, but not only that, but to share it and impart it to everyone around you. Through this program, you will find freedom. You will stay free and set others free. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, whether body issues like I did, whether marital, relationship, financial, whatever it is that's weighing you down, this is something for you that God is calling you. Do not doubt anymore. You are hearing from God. Take the next step. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and you are listening to Revving the Word. I want to thank Margie there from Oklahoma. You guys, that's Margie. She's a Revelation Wellness instructor sharing her story of God calling. If he is calling you, I think Margie's trying to tell you, don't mistake it. You are hearing from God. Just do it. Don't doubt anymore. This is a call to get free and set free. So this week marks our eight week kickoff for our next camp, uh, our next instructor training. Platoon 21 is enrolling right now. So I want you to know if you are even entertaining the thought, it is worth going to the website, downloading a package and having a uh, downloaded package. It's a packet, not a package, <laughs> a packet of information to tell you all about it. You guys, the harvest is plenty and the workers are few. And I am really excited about the message that I'm gonna be sharing with you today. I have never been more convinced that we are not just, this is not just a little pastime that we're doing. This isn't a hobby. Revelation Wellness is not just a little hobby in God's mind. This is a, a revival waiting to happen. And I am talking about that today. So if the word kind of freaks you out, don't worry. I promise you want a revival in your own life. And I, I bet you after we study today's word, you're going to see how that's already happening anyways. <laughs> so why not do the thing you've been called to do? Every one of us is called to disciple. And that is all we use is fitness as a tool to spread the good news around the world. And discipling is part of the commission. God's asked us all to go and tell everyone. So even if it's just your own circle of influence in your own home, getting healthy, loving God, being healthy, loving others, this is part of the, the journey. So if you only came for your own transformation, but it always ends up, it's contagious. <laughs> we want to come and have you get free, stay free to set others free. So consider it. We're praying for you. Eight weeks marks a good time to really get everything, all your ducks in a row for the nine week online training and then a five day in person training time, you guys. And that's my favorite, favorite time to actually see you in the flesh and blood and spend five days Bible study, group study, small grouping, you're going to leave touching the kingdom. I promise it's heaven on earth. So it is worth the time, the investment. It will change. It's a game changer, something we hear all the time. So look into it. And today's class, 
like I said, I'm really excited because it does, I, I felt like, well, Lord, you know, and he gives, he just turned on the lights for me to see. Uh, and maybe it's just because I'm coming out of my own really personally heavy time. I'm still in it, to be honest with you. Uh, my mother is very sick from uh, a stage four cancer, so it's not, uh, you know, I never signed up for a front row seat to this kind of pain and suffering, but we are, she loves God and I love God and it's a redemptive story of pain and suffering, uh, my, my family line. And, so, you know, it's just a dark season so that as you, you go through it, there is light and God is with me. But man, is this, as we all know, I was saying to a friend, why is it in pain and suffering? Why is it that God is so tangible and real? And, I, oh, and then of course I remember, it's because we're not made for this world. We're made to travel through, to leave, uh, to, to make a mark. This is, this is a war zone in so many ways. And what will happen? We will either rise in greater faith or we will fall in greater fear. And so I am choosing faith, but it is a, it is a day by day, moment by moment, I need grace kind of thing. So let's, let's press into that today, okay? All right, and don't forget, Nashville, Tennessee, we're coming for you. August, I believe 24th, 25th. Don't hold me to it. Go to the website, a live two-day Rev on the Road event with JJ Heller. My friend JJ Heller is gonna do worship on Friday night. It's gonna be amazing. So if you're anywhere near Tennessee, end of August, I'd love to see you there. Okay, here we go. Let's see, let me, let me, nope. Sometimes the playlist gets a little funky. Okay, here we go. We're gonna start it in three, two, one, play. Good tanks, good things today. So Lord, we thank you so much that you saw our unformed bodies in our mother's womb. Mm, I'm just gonna sit with that for a minute, God. We're so on your mind. <laughs> Engraved in the palm of your hand. And thank you. Thank you. That this is real for you. <laughs> that we are not a pastime, we are not a hobby. That you're not just bored and figuring out things to do. God, you are. I am. It's who you are. You're everything. So we invite you in your everythingness, in your godness to come. <laughs> Surprise us. Revival. Revive us, God. We give you permission to turn the lights on. Turn our hearts on. Remove the smoke from our eyes. Give us full breath again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Nice and easy feet. This is intervals today. We're actually going to do more training work, a little speed work. So when we do speed, you're not trying to sprint. Um, we're doing more 
like lifting up your feet. Just getting your body to lift up, to move a little quicker. It doesn't mean more power, if that makes sense. Just trying to get these muscles to move a little faster. If you're biking, running, you know, you're moving your body in some way, heart rate's coming up. So if during the speed you want to do a little more power in some way by adding strength or making bigger strides, you can do that. And I want you to be thinking light, quick feet when we do speed. So right now, everyone, I want you to give thanks. Gratitude is everything. You know what it does? It says biblically that's how we enter the kingdom. Enter his courts with thanksgiving and his gates with praise. You enter the sanctuary that way. That's how, and when we do that cellularly in our bodies and in our brains and in our hearts, because our hearts have a mind too, we move up from the low, heavy places to the high, seated places. Ephesians 2 says there's a part of you right now seated with Christ. In salvation, there's a part of you seated. When we give thanks, we see things from that high and lifted seated position. So I want you to Give me three things you're thankful for. Come on. Don't make it difficult. You don't have to have a big soliloquy. Okay. So good. Look at you. That's revival. Come on. Come on. Come higher. Don't take your cues from the world. Do not take your cues from the world. If your body's sore or something's hurting you, be glad for breath. Whew, be glad for music. Be glad you have another day. Eyes to see, hands to touch, ears to hear. Come on. Thank you, God. Joel. 23 to 27. Are you ready? God, have your way. This is not a fairy tale. This is what you're interested in doing now. Joel 2, 23 to 27. Be glad, O children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you your abundant rain, the early and the latter rain as before. Little speed work, you guys, go. Little speed work, go. Little quick feet, light and easy. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer and the cutter pull back a little bit my great army which I sent among you who will come back to that you 
you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord, your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is none else. And my people shall never again be put to shame. This is the word of the Lord. Be glad. Be glad. And rejoice in the Lord, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the latter. Here we go. Speed work. Just think little steps a little faster. Light feet. Knees up. Uh-huh. Most important. Lift the corners of your mouth. Engage your navel. Come on. Be whole. You're getting healthy. That can be messy, a little painful. But be whole. <laughs> oh! Listen, being whole doesn't ignore the pain or the discomfort or the shortness of breath. but it holds a space, pull back, to say, we're gonna be okay. This is doing good things. This is doing good things. This scripture, you're gonna just settle in now to a nice steady work zone for you. No lactic acid. You're trying to just steady work. Now, The prophet Joel is speaking to Israel in their captivity, saying this is what God's going to do. We have been a disobedient people. We've been objects of wrath. We, we didn't know what we didn't know. But God. But God. So the beginning of Joel, Joel's pretty much calling out. Joel's turning on the light and saying, here, this is a problem. This is what's going on. But by the time he gets to Joel 2, he's turning it and saying, but this is what God's doing. Because God is good, you guys. God is good. And what he is always doing is turning things around bringing the dead things to life always always be glad O children of zion you're no longer the children of wrath the children of mount sinai where the law was given but it was too much for you to bear the children of Mount Zion. It's a symbol of those who rejoice, those who have been saved, those who worship God. 
be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God for he has given you the early rain for your vindication he has poured down for you abundant rain the early and the latter as before the rain come on I am knee-deep in rushing waters right now and it's moving up on my waist the rain the early rain <laughs> but this is what God does he gives us the latter for the former that's revival some commentators say that the rain signifies the anointing of God on earth heaven coming to earth and that friends is revival we're a hurting people on life support the life support of Netflix painkillers substances pornography Remember, with one breath, God could knock it all out. But he says, they're breathing. I'm coming. They're living in the early rain right now. But I'm going to bring the latter rain. Revival. For your weary soul, he will renew us. the latter rain for the early rain God's never complete he's never done it's still going until we see Jesus face to face he's still going he's still doing this thing reviving us and the word revive means to restore to life or consciousness, to give new strength or energy to. Revive. Everyone say, revive me, God. Revive me. Start with me. Put the paddles on me. Revive me. <laughs> Holy Spirit, fill me. This early rain, it's got to cease. Some of you feel like you've lived your whole life in the ark. Safety, staying inside the ark because the flood is too big. Rejoice, be glad, there's a ladder coming. Increase, speed work, come on, come on. Lift the corners of your mouth. Revive, revive. That's good. Ha, stay whole. Pull back a bit. Keep your posture tall. Come on. So good. Breathe through a smile. Say it through a smile. 
breathe through a smile. Revival starts with me, starts with you. Giving new strength and energy to revive. Now listen, I studied, felt like the Holy Spirit was drawing me to study a little bit of revival because I need it. Because if I just look around at the torrential waters, all the things that I've lost, let's get real. Man, there's the grief because all of life has some suffering faster. Come on, quicker. Quick little feet, like you're tap dancing on the head of the enemy. From the core, from the lower body to the upper body, connected, that's ladder rain. Recover, pull back. So there have been several revivals in the world. Like, we've had some revival movements. And the thing that marks revival, I'm gonna to read to you. This is a quote from Patrick Morley. It's a website, it's a teacher of the word. And he says, during a revival, God supernaturally transforms believers and non-believers in a church, local, regional, and national, or the world through sudden, intense enthusiasm for Christianity. People sense the presence of God powerfully. Conviction, despair, contrition, repentance, and prayer comes easily. Come on. People thirst for God's word. Many authentic conversions occur and backsliders are renewed. Ha This, what good father wouldn't want this right now, right now? And there's some marks of revival, some things that kind of we see. Now, one of the things in history, when you study all the different revival movements, when you study them, you can see that they often occur in the most unlikely of places. Haha. <laughs> For example, one of the most recent revivals in our, in at just the beginning of my lifetime, it was starting to fall out a little bit towards my birth, was the Jesus movement. Easy, steady work here. And in that movement, the spirit, a revival is God making a move on people. The sudden, enthusiastic, high number push of people, enthusiastically and authentically coming to the Lord. And for the Jesus movement, it was a bunch of hippies. 
Remember, revival happens in unlikely places often, often places. There's an early one in the late 1800s of businessmen. One gentleman who's a businessman in New York City starts a little prayer group. Come on. Some of you have been called to start a little group. Come on. Before you know it, thousands and thousands of souls in that realm of business saved. In the Jesus movement, it was hippies. And I love it how God, he sees a group of people who want peace and love, peace and love. I love it and God goes, ooh, that's the perfect place for my target. I'm aiming right there. Some unsuspecting unbelievers, that, and they wanna, they wanna get high, they wanna escape this world, perfect. And he shoots his anointing from heaven to earth. And all these crazy long-haired hippies start coming to Jesus. And there is power in their people. Cause a lot of controversy. It's another thing revival does is it brings controversy. It's messy. Because people don't understand it or get it. So here's my thing. The revival, I believe, and I want you to say yes and amen, that this fitness and wellness realm, never has there been a better target for revival. My goodness. People that want peace, they want value, they want worth, they want to feel good, they don't want to die, they want to have strength, and energy, come on, come on. But they go, I'm not looking for God. And here we are, this remnant of people. People that have suffered early rains, and it's because of your early rain, friends, you are here now. You and I are the latter rain. Speed work, come on. You got it. Hey. The early rain. Pull back. That early rain, friends, it's the thing that tried to destroy you. The early rain, it's something you weren't expecting that evil infiltrated your life. Early rain. You weren't looking for it. Nobody wakes up. Nobody comes born into the world. He's saying, you know what I want to do is grow up to be a thief, a liar. No, our hearts are good but we have encountered much suffering, pain, sin, early rain.
The threshing floor shall be full of grain because of this rain. Increase speed. Come on. Quick feet turnover. Bum, bum, bum. I don't care if you start grapevining. Hi. <laughs> start lifting your knees up. Pull back. Isn't that awesome? Look at that. All of us right now encountering a little pain and discomfort, held together by joy. Nice. Pull back. Nice and steady. Your last working song. You increase as you want to. If you want to go up to an eight, a nine where breathlessness and lactic acid shows up, I don't care. You guys know it isn't about the fitness. I want you to hear this message. You got to hear this message. The early rain, it's what you didn't expect. It's the thing that tried to destroy you. The things that continually try to wipe you out right because salvation is not an evacuation plan it's a strength training program salvation increase multiply you're saved but when I was I look back at my life and I look at the early rain whoo and listen that early rain to this day still tries to take me out. But God's trying to do something with it because it says the early rain for your vindication. Early rain, the thing you're not looking for. Reminds me of a story when my children were young. We surprised them with a trip to Disneyland. My daughter was three, my son was about six. Right? Surprised him. Me and my husband had been planning it for so long. We didn't have a lot of money. And so we were so excited, looking forward to this. And we get to Disneyland, kids are super excited, kind of still not believing this is happening. And first day we're there, we're in line and it's a small world. Nice sunny day, having a moment of joy with our family. And we see this woman getting on the boat for the small world. And she is wearing fishing waders. You know, you know, like big rubber pants with suspenders. And it is sunny out. And I'm thinking, what? Does she know something we don't know? What, does the boat tip or something? A few hours later, the blue skies turn gray. Down comes the rain. We were not expecting it. And our first response was not, praise the Lord. 
or this is gonna be awesome. No, our first response was panic. We have little kids. Will they be warm? Will they be cold? What's gonna, this is, and remember the first part of getting wet in any rain, it's when you're dry and you get wet. But at some point, you turn the corner and you're just wet. And it was when we turned the corner, soaking wet, rain was coming down that we noticed the blessing. What was the blessing? 80% of the people cleared out of Disneyland. But me and our, my little family, we owned the kingdom. The early rains. Blessing. I want you to go with the Lord now. Talk to him about your early rains. The very things that make you embittered, disappointed. Keeps you on the life support. Blessing that your threshing floors full of grain revival unsuspecting people hungry for the pain to end <laughs> ladder rain that tried to destroy you, the early rain. It's for the ladder. Let's turn this thing around, God says. Let's bring them to life. Revival. Revival. Recover. Well done. Move those feet, come on. Shake it out. Good job. Well done. Just move your legs. Couple more songs. I still want to teach you in this. So let your body kind of move to the background completely. Just put a stick in the elephant's trunk. <laughs> That's what we do with our bodies. Just give it something to do for a minute while we access the high places of your heart and the reasoning of your mind. So you see, the very thing that, tr that looks like theft, robbery, deceit, darkness, and not to say it's not, unless I don't, <laughs> I think the Lord 
knows our hearts and says, I, I'd love to give you completeness and perfection. I'd love to do that. And you once, we all once had that, but now I need you to go to war because there's a serpent that stole from, from you, from me. And it doesn't mean that we all of a sudden get big and wield and wield our sword and take heads off and ears off like Peter. No. It means we see the very thing that's trying to destroy us or tried, the early rains, as the very thing that brings increase, blessing, favor, the latter rain, God's presence in us and on us in greater ways. It's the only way through. More God. Give us more God. Make us more useful to this earth. Verse 24, the threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. Because of this rain, God's word saying, you're gonna have abundance. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. When we hear full of grain, we should think of Joseph. Joseph, right? This little Israelite boy with the brothers. And he dared to have a dream. He got a dream. And in his innocence, he shared that dream with his brothers, saying, I had this dream that you were bowing down to me. <laughs> and brothers who did not have a renewed mind or humility or love for Joseph to say, that's amazing, Joseph. Yes, and amen, Joseph. Because serving is an honor. They saw serving as a disgrace, as a demotion. It's a promotion to serve. And so they plot to kill Joseph. This little boy, innocent boy, highly loved by his father, talks about his dream and come and then and then come all the, the hounds to eat the dream. And Joseph gets thrown into slavery. His brothers sell him. First they were going to kill him. Then they thought, why not? Let's make some money. And they sell him to slavery. And Joseph ends up in the service serving as a slave to Potiphar, an Egyptian ruler. And he's highly favored. See the blessing, the favor, the dream went with Joseph. And under the, as he's serving Potiphar, He's highly favored, but Potiphar's wife finds him attractive, frames him, accuses him of sexual immorality. Potiphar sends him to prison. So at this point, Joseph has to be going, this is not working out. This is going in the wrong direction. I'm in prison, but yet I had a dream that I would, I would be served as a king, <laughs> right? And I love you guys, I've studied it. It's impressive that nowhere does Joseph lose it. <laughs> At least it's recorded, you know what I mean? He just kept doing the next right thing. In imprisonment, in slavery, he just kept being Joseph. 
Now Joseph had gifts, favor of the Lord, and ability to interpret dreams. And we all, the anointing gives us the ability. It's not the same as the gifts that we have. Anointing, heaven coming into us, gives us this ability to do things that we never knew we could do. And Joseph interprets dreams, a dream for Pharaoh, the king. And Pharaoh finds great favor in him, pulls him up to second in command over all of Egypt. But Joseph was able to interpret the dream of a famine coming. Come on. God was loving people through Joseph, through the tension, using Joseph's early reign to bring a ladder. And Joseph ends up managing, leading this famine issue so that there's enough food to save everyone. Not only that, but makes a lot of money for the king, which is amazing. I love, like, don't draw the line. We're here to serve the nations. We serve them. Whether or not they love and know and serve our king, bow, go low. Love and serve them. <laughs> Eventually, Joseph's dreams comes true. He is second in command of Pharaoh. This little Israelite boy, through all his pain, suffering, wrong accusation, being misunderstood, he keeps upgrading, being promoted, even inside prison, going down low. I mean, next thing is death. Joseph, the anointing, the latter rain is increasing on Joseph's life. And Joseph was able to provide a threshing room floor full of grain. That's overflowing with wine and oil. This is our indication for us. Keep going. The rains are coming. Keep going. There's a latter rain. The latter rain. Blessings from heaven to earth. Like so much rain, you can't collect it in buckets. Salvation. High amounts of people turning. <laughs> Hungering. Thirsting for the Lord. Do we see how the wellness world, this whole thing about you wanting to lose weight, you wanting to have muscle tone, you wanting to stay strong, perfect place for revival. God says, I will restore the years that the swarming locust has eaten. My great army, which I sent among you. This is, we got to deal with this here. God is not the author of pain, but he does permit because he knows how much you can take and still withstand temptation, still increase, still grow. Because the very thing that the enemy uses on this earth to destroy us becomes the very exact tension we need to increase. It's why if I go and 
I curl a three pound dumbbell right now, that's not a lot for me and it won't do anything for me. Once upon a time, three pounds was probably a lot. Or let's say seven pounds, let's say 10 pounds. But no, I've increased, I've increased through time and tension. I've increased the early rain for the latter rain. The thing that tried to destroy me becomes the thing that revives me, and not just me, many. God is the father of our afflictions, guys. He knows, he knew what would bring about more blessing. Because the world isn't just about us. Through your pain and suffering, through your early rains, God has many in mind. Your family saved. So I leave you with this. There are 10 characteristics of revival, you guys, and just see this. First of all, there's timing. It, it means that we see there's, there's a spiritual or moral decline that leads to increased prayer. <laughs> I think we can see right now, we need more, we, we know. Things seem to be harder, darker, and I know the Lord has told me, Lisa, I would never ever let things, like I pray for my kids, it's such a hard time. I mean, all I had to worry about was watching too much TV when I was a kid. <laughs> now it's so much. We're fighting against these forces of temptation, of illusion, lies, easily believed. And the Lord told me, at least I would never allow this increase of the swarming locusts without a greater increase of my grace. I got it. Believe, pray, pray, believe. The second thing of revival is prayer. There's increased hunger of prayer, longing for, uh, for more revival brings more prayer. Third is the word. It's preached and it brings deep conviction. People can hear it, their hearts. That's why I love that you're, you're so tired of trying to lose weight. You're so tired, you're done. You're ready to hear the word. The Holy Spirit takes, number four is the Holy Spirit. There's a, uh, it, the Holy Spirit takes a deeper presence in people's life. There's a, there's a awareness of, oh my gosh, I couldn't do this myself. There's a presence, there's an ability in me, the Holy Spirit on me and in me to, to do the thing that holds revival well. And then there's conviction. Affected sinners are inconsolable except in Christ. So conviction means I realize this is nobody else's fault. This thing, this early rain in me, this depression, this tendency to be bitter, angry, fearful, whatever, this is not anyone else's anymore to care. This is mine and mine alone. I am convicted, but I have a savior in Christ. <laughs> I have hope in Christ. This will be for the latter rain. There's a desire to glorify God, meaning we keep giving him credit. No, this is God's glory. This is all God. We have no explanation of why. These hippies, just think about it, have going, what's going on? I love that. I say yes to that in this fitness realm. Yes, God, that we go, I don't know. See, the thing I fear within the fitness and wellness world is that we would actually take credit for it. That we would say, well, I, how'd you lose the weight? Oh, well, I, I had some really, I started the whole 30 and I, I did this and I did that instead of going, you know, I've just been spending time with the Lord. I've just been moving my body and listening to His truth. 
and he's been healing my mind and healing my heart and it's 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 what's going on inside of me that's really shifting the things outside of me right reformation revival people hunger for more fruit that lasts and increase they want more so the, the revival because it happens with one little hippie group it just goes a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger and that's what a revival just spreads in that way signs and wonders tend to come inside of a revival now this is where it gets tricky <laughs> signs and wonders we want signs because again it has to be like heaven coming to earth not earth doing a program to get up to heaven not earth flexing its muscles but heaven so signs and wonders things we don't understand but they're happening but we keep calling on the sign calling on the power of God and he does it not because we've earned it but because it's who he is everything you read in the book of Acts is available for us today do we believe it do we believe it the ninth sign of revival is the fact that it gets messy now that makes sense because signs and wonders all this all this thing happening very fast and very suddenly brings a lot of critics brings a lot of concern people will start to push against the darkness will get bigger as the light gets bigger but the light is always meant to increase and last but as darkness starts to infiltrate and push it and try to squash it what happens is people inside the revival become fearful they become fear they get infected with it and this is why revivals don't last this is why all revivals cease because what was once heaven to earth becomes earth trying to control and contain heaven. We white knuckle it, hello weight loss. We start to control it. And so back to the hippie movement, it ceased because they stopped seeing it as this is a movement for the world, the world to be saved. They started to see it and interpret the scriptures as Christ is coming back, let's get ready. And they, they started operating in fear. We gotta get ready, we gotta get ready. And they started looking at this revival, again, as an evacuation program, rather than, oh, this is, man, this is remedy for the world. We gotta go. Let's get our boots on the ground, let's go. Hey, you, you go to law school, you learn about the law. Hey, you, you go into the arts world, you go infiltrate the art realm. And they are supposed to go out into the realms of society and affect it infected with the hope and the glory and the love of Jesus and revival continues. The problem is when we all start to have our own view of opinion and thought instead of living with these three things. Gratitude, non-judgment, stop backbiting one another, just do the, keep the main thing the main thing and go. <laughs> and third, forgiveness. The latter reigns. This is what God wants to do, and I want to be a part of it. How about you? Lord, we thank you so much. I thank you for your word that clears the cobwebs. It blows the smoke away from our eyes, and we're able to see that the very thing, Lord, that tries to destroy us, the early rain, is bringing a ladder, an increase, that our threshing floors will overflow and be full of wine and oil that you are restoring to us the things that the enemy stole the years that the swarming locust has eaten you will return to us in the latter rains increase tenfold that we'll eat in plenty and be satisfied and we will praise the name of the Lord and never again will be put to shame yes Lord we say yes and amen 
as you wish. In Jesus' name, amen. See?